How's life going right now? Are you feeling like you're swaying from side to side a little? Like are things a little windy in some areas, feeling a little unstable? Well, stick around because in the next 20 minutes, I'm sharing exactly what gets me through my days, the three non-negotiables for me and how they truly keep me in integrity, in my true identity, and well, just stable so that I don't react in a way that I might regret later. These actions are crucial to my life and to my relationship with God and hey, rain or shine, wind or calm, there are some things that I commit to every single day to keep showing up as me. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. I've got some amazing resources available for you, like prayer cards, Bible journaling boot camp, a free powerful prayer guide, and so much more. So head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab what you need. And while you're there, if you'd like to support this show and this mission, you can simply click the button that says buy me a coffee. Your generosity in prayer, in reviews, in encouragement, and yes, in those cups of, well, tea in my case, means so much to me as I continue to pour out what God puts in me. So now, lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into this. All right, y'all. First of all, thank you. Thank you for supporting this podcast and staying with me on this journey week after week. It is such confirmation and encouragement to me when you send me messages, leave a review, share an episode on your social media, or just tell me you're beginning at the start and binge listening while in your car. That made my day this week. <laughs> so thank you to each one of you right here, right now. Thank you. I'm so excited today, and before I get into the meat of this episode, I just want to share with you the newest, the latest, the exciting, fun, pretty prayer cards that God and I put together. You may know, if you've been following me on social media, I've been sharing prayers, daily prayers. Honestly, I've been sharing daily prayers since 2017, and then in the last year or so, I stopped sharing them in my stories every day and moved to posts, or now reels. Can I just tell you? I'm so pumped about these. They're pretty. They're effective. 30 cards like the size of a deck of playing cards. 30 prayers you can pray anytime, anywhere. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab your set. The set is $10 and you get them immediately to print at home. The ones you see me share, I printed them at home. Only four pieces of paper. Oh, I'm just so excited about them. One of my goals is to get these 30 prayers into the hands of 100 women. So if you are one of those 100 women, head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab your set now. Okay, I've been sharing a lot lately about feelings, about how we can feel in certain seasons, situations, feeling depleted, feeling like God hasn't come through, feeling like God has left you for a while. I didn't really realize that I had been sharing about feelings so much until now, but let's actually jump over to something we can do, something you can do to really help with that. Because I get often asked how I can remain so steady. How do I keep the peace, especially in my own mind? How do I stay consistent in my thoughts, in my actions? How do I keep the faith and stay unmovable and unshakable? The truth? I don't. <laughs> but I do try. I put in effort. I do what is in my power to do. And that is this. 
my anchors. I was also thinking about pillars. I've shared episodes about the foundation before. Head to episode 62 for all that juice about Christ as your firm foundation, building on the foundation, everything you would want to know about foundations. And today, let's go deeper. Get it? Deeper. To like the pillars, the stakes, the poles, the anchors. Let's talk about this structural piece that brings integrity to your life. I mean, honestly, that's what pillars do. They bring integrity to the structure, right? An anchor keeps the boat in integrity right where you want it to stay. In my fitness industry era, I learned a phrase called anchor actions. What are my anchor actions? What are your anchor actions? And I still use these today. Sometimes I call them my three non-negotiables, meaning whether I'm home or traveling or busy or winter or summer, these are my three actions, my anchors. They are my pillars. They are solid and hold up my integrity to who I am and honestly, how I act. Super simple. I'll share them with you. <laughs> they're, not, they're not a secret and they're actually not that crazy. These are my three anchor actions, my three non-negotiables. Time with God one-on-one, drink my greens, and 5,000 steps. That's it. Those are my anchor actions for every day. Oh, you thought it would be something more serious? Nope. These three things make me feel like me, get me through the day, keep me walking in integrity. Simple, doable, sustainable anchors. Have you ever seen an anchor or a pillar? Simple structure, right? Simple design, but the integrity, the strength, these things are solid. So what are yours? What are your anchors? Be honest. You already know the question I am going to throw out here. Holy Spirit, help me to examine myself. If I were to ask you what the three things you do in a day that make you you, that make you operate in integrity, in your identity in Christ, what are they? You know the shirts and the mugs that say, this girl runs on Jesus and coffee. Cool cute even. I mean, I don't drink coffee, so I'll never own one of these, but I do get the point. And if I were to honestly ask you to choose one of those for the day, like one, and you had to give the other one up and operate, fully operate in integrity of your identity and fullness, what would it be? Can you be joyful, productive, have a servant's heart, be patient, work as unto the Lord? Can you do it without coffee? I'm not telling you to give up coffee. I'm only asking a question. Look, you already know my greens that I've been drinking daily for almost a decade, they truly make me feel great. In fact, just today I was feeling sluggish around like noon and then realized I hadn't had my greens yet because I got on calls and I had a smoothie and tea and I was just like overloaded with fluids already. But I got them in and boom, I'm ready to go. Here's the challenge. Truly think about what these are for you and what you would like them to be and how you can work toward that. There are plenty of episodes here about creating a routine, about discipline, about structuring your day. So check those out if you need some help in that area. And hey, pick what you want and pick God. This is about your integrity, about operating and flowing in your full identity. He is your identity. He confirms your identity. He fills your identity. So basically what I'm saying is you've got two that you can choose. Wink emoji. (laughs) All right, let's get right into it and I'll talk more as we go. I've got three points for you. Imagine that. But today in a new and fresh way, ABCs. I don't think I've ever done ABCs before. And as I was hiking in the Lord and I were chatting about this one, the truths came through. 
ABCs. So fun. Let's go. When it comes to your anchors, when it comes to your pillars, here are the three things to keep in mind. Number one, A, wait, (laughs) I guess I don't say number one if it's ABC. Weird. Okay. A, allow the sway. This might seem counterproductive, right? Like this is supposed to be solid. This is supposed to be firm. This is supposed to be strong and unmovable, unshakable. Well, let's really think about it. There's got to be room to sway in any pillar or anchor because if there's not, if it's too rigid, it can snap, breaking full integrity. When I spent two weeks in Chicago recently, my friend and I, we went on one of the boat tours there learning about the architecture of the downtown area, and it was actually so interesting. These tall buildings, like I'm talking 50 stories, 100 stories, huge, tall skyscrapers. The Sears Tower, the tallest building in Chicago, which, fun fact, is no longer called the Sears Tower. It's named after some family now, but most of the people still refer to it as the Sears Tower, so they're like claim to fame to have this building named after their family. It kind of shot them in the foot because everyone still calls it the Sears Tower. Anyway, that tower can sway up to three feet either way in the wind. What? Like, that may not seem like very much to you, but can you imagine being 110 stories up, swaying three feet either way in the wind? The thing is, the architects allow for sway. They know there will be wind and there will be storms. The integrity of the structure is built with, well, not just built with, but designed with the allowance for sway in mind. They have these different methods to keep the sway under control, and one of the buildings uses what's called tuned liquid sloshing dampers. Technical name for 160,000 gallon water tanks that, just like it sounds, has this water sloshing back and forth against the wind to keep the building steady. It's so wild and so interesting to think about. Okay, well, let's talk about anchors. What connects the anchor to the boat? It's not a rigid metal rod. I'll tell you that much. Allow for sway, allow for movement. Well, let's go to the Bible. I've been trying to think of an example from scripture to share this, and this is the only one that keeps coming up to mind, so I'm just going to go with it. I'll give you a bit of context. There was a group of people called the Pharisees. The Pharisees, they were people who followed legal traditions. They were well-known legal experts. They knew the law, what we now call the Bible or the first five books of the Bible, right? They knew it cover to cover, well, the parts they had, because what we have now clearly They didn't have it, hadn't even been written yet when they're telling this story. (laughs) But they were the ones, the leaders, who were extreme rules people. And they were always trying to trap Jesus in a predicament, in a situation. So Mark chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, I'm going to read like six verses to you. Jesus went into the synagogue again and noticed a man with a deformed hand. Since it was the Sabbath, Jesus' enemies watched him closely. If he healed the man's hand, they planned to accuse him of working on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with the deformed hand, come and stand in front of everyone. Then he turned to his critics and asked, does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath or is it a day for doing evil? Is this a day to save life or to destroy it? But they wouldn't answer him. He looked around at them angrily and was deeply saddened by their hard hearts. Then he said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand and it was restored. At once the Pharisees went away and met with the supporters of Herod to plot how to kill Jesus. Wow. The Sabbath, actually an anchor of their faith, right? It's an anchor of their lifestyle. It's the rhythm God created, like actually created, and the rhythm he kept. And the Pharisees were so rigid that they wouldn't do 
anything on the Sabbath, no work or service of any sort. And then Jesus came, and on the Sabbath, he healed this man's hand. And the Pharisees lost it. No allowance for sway. Just completely rigid. Rigid to the point of not only not healing someone, but not wanting to even see them healed and free themselves. Unbelievable, right? So I shared my anchors with you. Spend time with God, one-on-one. Drink my greens, 5,000 steps, preferably outside. Do you see the allowance for sway there? See how I didn't say, read one hour of the Bible every day, drink my greens by 8 a.m. and 10,000 steps a day. I have allowance for sway because some days I absolutely love a walk with the Lord one-on-one. And my steps? My goal is actually 70,000 a week, which evens out to about 10,000 a day. But if I'm traveling or if something else comes up, 5,000 suffices for me and there's a good chance another day in the week I'll grab 15,000. The allowance for sway is so crucial to keeping your integrity and identity in Christ. This is a real relationship and you are his child and you live in this world. This world which is a trip. So set your anchors and allow for sway. And hey, when you allow for sway from the start... When you allow for sway in the design, you're not shocked when the winds pick up and you feel like you're shifting a little. You're not afraid of being out of integrity. You're not concerned that you're going to be completely falling off track. You've allowed for sway. Number two. Okay, I got to move on. Not number two. A, allow for sway. B, believe in the structure. Oh, and believing in the structure also means believing in the architect, the one who designed it, which means God and, which also means yourself. You know you, and God knows you too. So believe in that. As I was preparing, I was pretty sure the B would be build, (laughs) but it was such a clear no. This isn't actually about building. This is about the integrity and stability, which is put in place before the building even starts. Look, in order to have a solid foundation in your days, in order to have these anchors, these pillars, these unmovable, unshakable, with allowance for sway, structures, you've got to believe that they are in fact unmovable and unshakable. You've got to truly believe that with these anchors and pillars in place, you, meaning your identity, your productivity, your equipedness, if that's a word, (laughs) your faith, unshakable and unmovable. See, Jesus knew And Jesus believed that his identity in the Father, that his reliance on and relationship with the Father, unshakable. He knew there was no chance that relationship would crumble to the point of wanting to do the Father's will more than anything. And you know what? That anchor was set years, like decades prior. The first recorded moment we have of this in the Bible is when Jesus was 12 years old and Mary and Joseph, his parents, took him on a trip to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. And on the way home, they realized he wasn't with them. (laughs) Go wherever you want to in your mind to comprehend that. Well, searching frantically for their 12-year-old son, savior of the world, Three days later, they found him in the temple in Jerusalem, listening to all the religious teachers who were amazed by the way that he understood things. Imagine that. Then this 12-year-old Jesus says to his parents in Luke chapter 2, verse 49, But why did you need to search? Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? The New King James Version of the Bible says, Didn't you know I must be about my father's business? Look, from there all the way to the garden, Jesus about to be crucified, knowing that he was about to go through everything of the crucifixion and asking the Father, is there any other way? 
Is there any way I don't have to go through this? Is there any other way? Yet still, I want your will to be done, not mine. Look, Jesus believed in the Father and the structure in place. He didn't waver. He believed in his relationship with the Father. That was his anchor, no matter what. So what about you? Well, maybe I can't even ask you that. If you've got no anchors set yet, it's time to set them. It's time to discover them. It's time to put them in place in your life. And remember, God must be your anchor. Like from there, you can throw a couple of your own in with, but God must be your anchor. And you know what else? The only way you can believe in your anchor is when it's like tested. When you feel that little yank, when you like know that it is sunk to the bottom, it's caught on and it's holding. When you begin to drift and you feel that, that's when you know for sure your anchor is solid. As simple or silly or whatever you want to say as it is, when I've missed a walk, I can tell you that yank from my anchor comes out as frustration, as short-tempered, as irritated, as annoyed, often by those God has called me to love and serve with joy. See, that yank, it's actually a good sign. It's like a warning sign to say, hey, remember your anchor. But it's also a comforting sign to tell you, hey, you're still connected to your anchor. You know what happens when I don't spend alone time with God? You know what? I can't even tell you from recent experience because that anchor is set and has been set for quite some time. But I can tell you from years and years ago that the lies that the enemy would put in my mind, some of them would take root. I would react out of me, not out of confidence in God. I would have fear that I'm too far away from him. I would then lean on religion and trying to earn and work my way back to him. Which, if you don't know, salvation is a gift. It's not earned. God loves you. And as his child, you have an opportunity to put in effort and grow the relationship you have with him. Look, I believe in my structure because my anchor is solid. Let me ask you something. Have you ever prayed a prayer that you didn't actually believe? I honestly don't even know how to follow that up because just saying that and asking that question again hits me the same way it hit me when the Holy Spirit asked me that question up on the mountain the other day. Kayla, have you ever prayed a prayer you didn't believe? Wow. Believe is a verb. And check out this definition. To have confidence in the truth, the existence, or the reliability of something, although without absolute proof. Jeez. When I pray... When I talk to God, when I come to Him, do I have confidence in the truth, the existence, or I'm going to say, and the reliability of Him, although without absolute proof? Believe in the structure. Believe in the architect. Believe in the anchor. I can't say this enough to you today. God is your anchor. Your identity is in Him. Stay connected to your anchor. Okay, A, B, C's of your anchor actions. A, allow for sway. B, believe in the structure. C, calibrate. Calibrate your anchor and your anchor actions. And then you may need to recalibrate them. To calibrate, it simply means to determine the deviation from the standard so that you can correct and get back to the standard. First, you need to know your standard. You need to know what your anchors are and how they are set. Then set them. This is calibrating. You've got your standard now. I'm seriously giving you homework in this episode. Choose your three anchor actions that will keep you walking in your identity in Christ and integrity of that. And remember, you're actually only choosing two because God is your anchor. If you're a believer listening to this podcast right now, know this. God 
He is your anchor. There is no other option. There is no other standard. There is no excuse. There is no argument. God is your anchor. Now, go ahead and choose two more for yourself. Almost like mini anchors, if you're picturing it in your mind like I am. Still powerful and necessary along with the main anchor. The main anchor could actually hold the boat steady, but the two others give it more stability and integrity. However, if it's only the small two, you already know. You know what actually comes with calibration? Recalibration. I feel like this is the word that we know and are more familiar with. You have to recalibrate the scale. You have to recalibrate the thermometer. You have to recalibrate the settings. Why and when? Well, often after some trauma. After some intense action, after a storm, after a season change, you recalibrate back to the standard. Look, there will be storms, there will be trauma, there will be wind and waves and seasons of heat and dry and seasons of wet and snow. You cannot avoid that. You will go through storms in life. And when that happens, when those storms of life happen, you go back to be. Believe in your anchor. And that right there is why God is your anchor, your main anchor. He is the only one holding you steady in the storm. In 2019, my family basically moved into the hospital. For nine weeks, my dad stayed in the hospital and either my mom or I slept there every single night. We packed from home and ate all of our meals there as a family. We Netflix and chilled as a family. We watched movies as a family. My mom and I played countless games of cards in those weeks. And you know how many steps per day I got in during those nine weeks? I couldn't even tell you. I had pulled that anchor up right back into the boat. My greens, man, I wish looking back that I had stuck with that. Nope, it was holding on by one anchor, one. The only one that mattered in that season, I held on to God. To be really honest, I am just so glad I hooked that anchor down years before because truthfully in that season, I wasn't doing much with that anchor except relying on the fact that I had solidly put it in the ground prior to that season. I wasn't even checking on it daily. I wasn't even flinching at the yank to pull me back closer. I felt like I was just bobbing in the storm, left and right, moving in the wind, delirious sometimes and couldn't see a thing. But that anchor held me. God held me steady. My identity in Him, my integrity in that identity, steady. Praying for my dad and believing the prayers, steady. The hardest moment of my life, anchor still holding me steady. Wind and waves, anchor still steady. And when the storm had passed, anchor still steady. Well, this episode took a bit of a turn. My goal from the beginning was to actually give you strategies to set up anchors in your life so that you can remain strong and stable in integrity and in your identity in Christ, no matter what comes. To know that winds will come, yet the anchor actions you choose can keep you solid. And halfway through, the Holy Spirit came and sat down right here. <laughs> Look, I do want to encourage you to choose your three anchor actions and implement this strategy into your life. And I do want you to know that God is the main one, the foundational anchor, the only one that is truly non-negotiable. Remember the ABCs, allow for sway, believe in the structure and calibrate, then recalibrate. And let me share with you one more thing. One of the most impactful pictures my young adult pastor taught me back in 2008 even on a calm day, with no wind at all, without an anchor, you will still drift away. Before you go today, I have big news for you. Bible Journaling Bootcamp is open for enrollment all the time now. It is an evergreen program now, meaning that you can enroll any day, 
anytime. And in this 30-day program, you will go from inconsistency, insecurity, all the questions in your time with God, to confidently spending time with God in His Word, reading the Bible, understanding what you're reading, interpreting Scripture properly, and hearing God speak to you right where you are in just 30 days. No calligraphy, no fancy handwriting, just you, your Bible, and a notebook and a pen. This 30-day program has changed women's lives, and I am so, so honored to be offering it open all the time. In these 30 days, you get two 30-minute one-on-one calls with me, and then monthly group calls. You have lifetime access to this 30-day program. This $99 program will change your relationship with God, whether you are a new believer or you have been a minister for 30 years. This is the program that will get you jump-started, that will get you into it, that will get you understanding God's Word, reading His Word consistency, and hearing His voice just for you. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com right now and enroll today. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.